welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome to Adam's Rib, episode 69. Um, Hearing God's Voice is what this episode is called. So I know, 69 episodes is like incredible. Mm-hmm. We're working. Probably when we, when we get to 100, we need balloon streamers. Okay, we should we like celebrate. have an Adam's Rib, you know, get together. A party. You know, because yeah. for y'all that don't know, all of us don't even live in the same city. So. No. <laughs> And that'll definitely change here again in the near future. But when we get to 100 episodes, we definitely need to have, like, a party. Okay, let's turn up. But anyway. hearing God's voice. Thanks yes. to one of my listeners who suggested this topic. So, you know, I was like, you know, I like it. I'm going to roll with it. So mm-hmm. I won't say her name, but she knows who she is. Thank you. This is for you. <laughs> this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. Get your friend, okay? <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, Laura. Okay. So, with that being said, you ever wonder if you're just making the right choices? You ever wonder if you're, you know, hmm. with decisions in life? Where should I go to school? Should I take this job? Should I marry this guy? Should I buy this pet? Should I buy this mattress? Not buy the pet. Seriously, pets cost money. <laughs> All yeah. these life decisions. And I feel like we ask ourselves these these life questions and hope for the best instead of being truly led by the Holy Spirit. And already receiving the best instead of hoping for the best. So I think what people fail to realize is that God wants to have fellowship and communication with all of us. Mm -hmm. And that communication is going to be a two-way communication. Mm -hmm. Because you can't really have a relationship unless there's a true dialogue, obviously. Right. And so the way you get to know a person and understand how they communicate is by spending that time with them and listening to them. And... Those type of relationships that you build, it's no different when you build that relationship with God. He talks, we listen. We talk, he listens. Isn't that easy? (laughs) In the Bible, it says that Samuel heard the voice of God, but he didn't even realize that it was him until he was told by Eli that it was God calling him and Mm -hmm. not Eli. I mean, you know, you all remember that story. Samuel came in. Eli, you call me? Nah, bruh. I ain't call you. Go back. He went back to the room. Eli, you sure you ain't calling me? Eli's like, dude, that's God. Go back in the room (laughs) and listen. And Gideon had the same thing. Gideon had a physical revelation from Mm -hmm. God, and he still doubted what he heard. To the point, you know, he asked him for signs. Not once, twice, but three times. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we've all been there. And we have to keep in mind that we have something that Samuel and Gideon didn't have, which is the whole entire Bible to read, study, and reference, and meditate on. In 2 Timothy 3, 16-17, it says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, just according to the scripture, when you have a question about a particular topic or decision in your life, you should see what the Bible has to say about it. Because just according to Second Timothy, it like does all these things. It can rebuke, it can mm-hmm. teach, it can mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. So there's your answer. <laughs> I mean, really, even if you just dwelled on that, that should be good enough. But we yeah. don't get deeper. <laughs> yeah. That's good, though. 
That's good, though. I, I definitely feel like when it comes down to, you know, hearing from God, hearing the voice of God, you you got to understand uh, your communication outlets mm. with God. You have the word, which is a huge outlet. That's a, that is, and, and, and it's so crazy to me because people limit communication with God and hearing from God just through prayer. They think that that's the only way to hear from God. Let me tell you something. I took my baby girl to go see The Secret Life of Pets a few weeks ago. Was that good? It, it was funny. so funny. Because have you seen Finding Dory yet? No, my baby went without me. I saw it. So I, I got to see it. it before. I got to see it, though. I still got to see it but for myself. continue. But, yeah, so me and my youngest took her on a mommy-daughter date, Secret Life of Pets. And I promise to God, if, I, if, if the Lord wasn't speaking to me through Max... <sighs> Honey, was let Max me tell the rabbit or the no, dog? No, Max dog? is one of the dogs. Okay. No, the rabbit was awful. We don't. <laughs> we he wasn't speaking through the rabbit. <laughs> but no, for real. Like you know, um, I was just talking about this actually the other day with a group of friends. Like you know, I feel like that my the the type of relationship that I have grown to have and the type of relationship I've developed with God at this point, like. God, I will receive something and I will f- hear something from God and I will, you know, I will get confirmation on things from God in some of the most I- incredible ways and some of the most awkward ways. Like, you know, he speaks through my children sometimes. He'll speak through, you know, if I'm watching, reading. But you got to understand your outlets. If you understand the outlets that you have, some of the basic ones, like, like I said, the word. The word of God, Re- just reading and studying the word of God and gaining your own understanding can teach you, can can confirm and, and tell you so much that's coming straight from God. Don't think because these are biblical stories that they don't apply to your life. They can apply. God can be speaking through you, through you, through, um, you know, using these people as examples. Prayer is also un- like obviously a very common Mm-hmm. avenue of communication but you have to be open to the idea and the fact that god can communicate and you can receive things from god in various ways like but it all comes with you know it comes with learning more it comes with becoming more open um you know always constantly being open to developing and building the strengthening your relationship with god um on a personal level um don't become one of the people that only depend on pastor on sunday mornings to tell you something and and then that be it. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be able to do things on a personal level. Yeah. And I was actually gonna talk about the several ways you can hear God's voice, but I'm gonna get to that. Look at that. Because you always have a list at the end. Look at the law. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, God loved us so much <laughs> that He sent Jesus to to take our place and die for us. And this was done so that we could have that fellowship with God directly. Because if, if you think about it, if you if you read the scripture, like Jessica said, you have to remember <laughs> that in the Old Testament, you couldn't just kick it with God. You had to either, you know, be like a priest and wait for a certain day to go to a certain temple, go behind a certain curtain, <laughs> yeah. you know, like on the on the day of Sabbath or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever, and all that jazz. So, but because Jesus died and rose again in the New Testament, we now have that direct access to God's presence. In Hebrews chapter ten, nineteen through twenty, it says that we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new life, giving way through the curtain. Like I say, you gotta go through that curtain in the old testament. <laughs> he gave that way through the curtain <laughs> into the most holy place. So you and we always have, we also have to remember that God is our friend and he wants to be our friend. And Genesis even talks about how God walked in the garden with Adam 
And I think the Bible makes it clear that we were created to have that two-way communication with God, like I said earlier. So in John chapter 10, verse 27, it tells us, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So God is referring to us in this verse as sheep because sheep are actually, when I, okay, let me back up. So I've noticed that sheep was referred to a lot to us in the Bible, and I'm like, why? So I looked it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. actually, like, really not the most intelligent creatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and since they actually aren't that intelligent, um, God refers us to as sheep because sheep respond to the shepherd's voice because the voice of the shepherd actually brings comfort and security to the sheep. So think about that for a mm. while. And uh-huh. so the sheep, they follow the voice of their own shepherd, but not another shepherd. So that sheep has to spend enough time with that shepherd to recognize the voice of it. They're not just going to go to Jessica's sheep. They're not going to follow Jessica right. when she first goes out there. you got to, like, train the sheep to recognize that voice. That's why mm-hmm. you almost have to train yourself to do that. It's almost like, I don't have any kids, but I think Jessica could probably agree with this. It's almost like, you know, she's raising, you know, her daughter, Jayla, whatever, you know, what was she, 10? Yeah. 10 years old. She's mm-hmm. been hearing, like, her mama's voice her whole life, her mama's commands, her direction her whole life. If I just come in, like, Jayla, go do this, she's going to look at me like, who are you? You know? <laughs> you, I mean, would that yeah. be accurate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. a poor example because she, like, knows me. But, you know, but, if yeah, some no, random right. stranger. If it was a random stranger, <laughs> yeah, she would look, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, my point is just like a mother is to their child. That, that's how God is to you because we are his children. Mm-hmm. So as these sheep... As they follow the voice of their own shepherd and no other shepherd, in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons. So basically, this is implying that if we are God's children, born again, then we will be led by the Holy Spirit, period. So to hear God's voice, we have to belong to him. Just mm-hmm. like in order for the sheep to hear his shepherd, the sheep has to belong to the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that sheep thing. Like you were saying, <laughs> like, cause I was really thinking about it. And when you like kind of compared it to the, uh, you know, when you use that analogy with Jayla, but that's kind of, you know, sh- sheep are not smart and they don't really know it all in the beginning. Um, and they have to learn certain things and get adapted to certain things. But that's just how we are. When we come out the womb, what do we know? We don't come out the womb knowing much of anything, but over time we grow, we grow, we learn, we develop, um, and like you said, we get acclimated to to the voice, to voices, and so no different than how we get comfortable with our mama's voice and our daddy's voices. It, it is the same thing with God. I like that. That was dope. <laughs> that was good. That was Thank so you. Because I think the hardest part of hearing of hearing God's voice is the fact that it takes time to learn and discern God's voice. Yeah. And it takes, it's going to take a humble heart as well. You know, I think we've all have heard it, but ignored it because we're not humble enough to accept it. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because there are people out here and no shade because we're all guilty of it. But there are people out here that, you know, they, they want something so bad selfishly that they, just to give themselves some peace about it, they'll say, oh, but the Lord said, I heard God tell me. But was it really? <laughs> or was it your selfish desires? Yeah. And then you label it with the Lord's voice. But it's like mm-hmm. Lindsay said, you have to, it takes time to be able to truly know. Like, because God may not be telling you to do this. Mm-hmm. You just want something so bad that you're being blinded and you're you're putting a deaf ear to God. Yeah. And yeah. you're only now being open to your own 
uh, on your own your to the flesh and your own desires. But you know, when you when you make yourself when you open up that outlet to listen to God and receive from God, you gotta understand that that requires denying self. It requires killing your flesh and just being totally open to what to to what the Spirit is leading you to do. Um, and sometimes understand that that means that it will sometimes the spirit will lead you to do something that is total opposite of what you, what your flesh wants. Mm-hmm. But that just again is what you said. It just comes with that development. It comes with that. It just comes with that openness to just know to really get to know the voice of God. Yeah, and that can be difficult. Mm-hmm. That can be really difficult. That can be challenging, especially when you you can be like me, <laughs> stubborn, <laughs> selfish. <laughs> But, you know, it takes it takes some work. It takes some work. I'm oh. so sorry. Lindsay. I was going to say something. I was yawning. Look, you know, it's contagious. I don't want to yawn. But I was going to say, <laughs> you know, what Jessica was saying, you know, I feel like we can't make demands on, on an almighty on an almighty God. Mm-hmm. We can't throw rocks into the sky. I'm like, God, <laughs> <laughs> let me hear you. You right, know, right, we can't, right. like, flick the sky off or anything <laughs> oh like God, that. I mean, seriously. <laughs> But it says in the Bible that we can't ask, we can't seek, we can't knock. And the Bible says that it promises that God will open that door. Mm-hmm. And God is going to reveal himself to those, again, who humbly seek him. Mm-hmm. In the book of Proverbs, it describes that the way that our thoughts and intentions line up with God's will, with God's will, when we submit ourselves fully to the Lord. In Proverbs 16.3, it says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. And so we also hear God's voice when we spend time in Bible study and quiet time with Christ, kind of like what Jessica mentioned earlier, because obviously the more time we spend intimately with God and his word, the easier it's going to become to recognize his voice. And the New Testament, it talks about how Jesus went away and spent time alone with his father, meeting God in the garden, you know, right before he was arrested and was going to get crucified and all that. So I think that a lot of people feel like they don't hear from God. It's only because they're always distracted. Mm. You're not going to hear from God while you're at the strip club or with a bunch of women or a bunch of dudes that you shouldn't be with anyway because mm-hmm. you have too much going on around you and you're bound to not hear anyone, yeah, alone God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm in an amusement park, if I'm at Disney World and Jessica's screaming my name out, I'm probably not going to hear Jessica because there's just too many distract- distractions going on around me. Mm-hmm. So it's when you get to that quiet place when you can really, really hear God. I was reading something where employees at a bank, they're trained to recognize counterfeit money, and they're trained by actually studying genuine money so closely that they can easy, easily spot a fake. So that really should be, well, I should say you should be so familiar with God that when someone speaks falsely to you about something, it's clear that's not coming from God, kind of like what you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, well, God told me to do that, but you, your heart should be so close to God that you can immediately do a spirit check. But like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't think that was God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, again, that takes work. <laughs> and if you ain't, I mean, and it's sad to say, but I think we, we're, we, we're in a time now where people are less willing to do the work to be open to that to that voice of God and and just being able to receive genuinely from God because we are an instant gratification generation. We want everything right now, yeah. how we want it, when we want it. You know what I mean? And sometimes we ignore the fact or we don't even ignore it. We just disregard the fact that, you know, some of the things that God wants for us 
that's a good way. We don't ignore it. We disregard it. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Because the reality is the things that God wants for us, some of this stuff takes time. You know, I was actually just, just talking to a friend the other day, um, and she was um, questioning. She always questions me about why I'm single. And I, I, Is she single? No. Oh, okay. I was like, well, ask her the same thing. No, she's not. She's not <laughs> single. She's, she's. I mean, any day now, the guy's probably going to pop a question. Oh, I'm precious sure they've, they've been together for a minute. Well, I hope um, you ain't ruined it for him. <laughs> no, no. She's supposed to be surprised. What you mean, Jesse? No, I'm like, I mean, yeah, no. We good. I, when he's ready, right. he's going to share it with me, and I'm going to know. But anyway, but yeah, so she questions me all the time. She's like, Jess, you're such a great girl. You're just, you're amazing. You're very smart. You're intelligent. You have a lot to offer. You know, you, you just got a big head. I just got to be, I'm girl, the head is huge. But you know what? I make this thing work, okay? <laughs> I'll make it work, yo. <laughs> I was totally kidding, but she like truly embraced what I just told her. For real, I do got a big head. Continue my with your story. Huge, but anyway, but yeah, so but she's always she's always like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like you you're you should not be single. And I I always tell her the same thing. Every time she is ready to grill, my grandmother does this too, and I tell them both the same thing. I am somebody that truly believes that what God has for me when it comes down to just this whole man thing, it's so incredible that it it is going to take all this time that I'm single now. Mm-hmm. And for me to get what I really deserve and what I really desire and what God wants for me, I need this time. It's going on two and a half years that I've been single. And while I have my days that I struggle with being single or I'm sad or I'm lonely, at the end of the day, what gives me comfort is the fact that I'm holding out on what God has for me. And but being patient takes work. Like to because there have been plenty of men that have come across my path that on paper look great. And I could have been in a relationship, but they weren't right. Something wasn't right. Something didn't line up with my spirit. Something didn't feel right when I would talk to these guys and and so I wait. I'm I'm waiting. And so, you know, it's no different than everything else that in our any other area in our lives like I know it seems like you got to have it right now, but at the same time, like, it's silly to rush. It's just silly to rush. It's silly to rush God. And so, and like I said, it's silly to push your own personal agenda on God. Like, who are you? <laughs> nope. So who are you? Nope, no, no shade, but who are you compared to God? Like, you don't get to push your personal agenda on him. <laughs> it could definitely, because it could, t- I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I say that too harshly? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit of a pistol at times. (laughs) As it relates, you know, when you sell, when you said, when you had said earlier, let's it's really yourself telling you something, but like you like just fine saying it's God. Mm -hmm. I think it can be argued that we can hear multiple voices, not in like a schizophrenic way, but Mm -hmm. like we're either going to hear the voice of God, the voice of flesh, or the voice of the enemy. But Jesus tells us in John, uh, I think it's chapter 10, uh, where it says, And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Mm-hmm. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Just like I used with the whole Jayla you right. know, example. Yeah. So since, we're, that we're, so since that we're told that we can train our ear to recognize the voice of God above all other noise, it's going to, like you said, come by practicing. It's going to... Uh, come by reason of use and you know that we're going to be able to discern whether or not we hear God our flesh or the voice of the devil Mm -hmm. so God will speak and you can hear his voice but you got to be careful and that you objectively confirm that you are 
following the Holy Spirit and not another voice. Mm-hmm. Because our own flesh, it screams pretty loud. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and especially when you're under pressure or like you say, when you want something so bad mm-hmm. and the devil obviously he's like the father of lies. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it with this. There's going to be a few different ways how and where, well, we'll say where, but how you can hear God's voice. And the first is through scripture. We've kind of already talked about that. The second thing is the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart. I think we've kind of already discussed that. We also kind of discussed that in the previous episode last week from matters of the heart. So Mm -hmm. check back with that. And then third um, is godly counsel. In Proverbs eleven fourteen, it says, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Um, the fourth one is confirmation. In Matthew mm-hmm. eighteen sixteen, it says, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. And then lastly is the peace of God. Colossians 3, chapter 3, verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And the reason why I wanted to give you scriptures with each of these things, because I didn't want you to think it was just a bunch of you know what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, well, what do you mean? No, like this, this is biblical, what yeah, I'm saying. So you're going to hear it through scripture. You're going to hear it through his Holy Spirit, godly counsel, confirmation, and that peace. If all five of those check out, girl, it's God. Okay. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. I dig that. I dig that. I, I have... Um, Prior to you listing the ways that you can hear from God, um, what we were speaking about, I came across a scripture that like pretty much confirmed and sums up everything that we pretty much have said. And it's John six sixty three, and it says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So with that being said, you know, sometimes just, just bite the bullet and deny yourself. Because what what God has for us and what he's trying to give us and what he wants us to receive is far better than what we could give ourselves anyway. It's yeah. far better. It's far better. Um, so I would challenge us all to, you know, let's die, let's kill this flesh for a little while and be open to the spirit. Because as the scripture just says, the spirit is what gives us life, mm-hmm. not our flesh. Our flesh will only give us temporary gratification. And I'm looking for that long term. I'm looking for that eternal. Right. Job. Right. All right, y'all. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Thanks done. for listening. Hear Jesus. He's yes. calling. He's knocking. Yes. Cuckoo. He ain't doing that. <laughs> he ain't doing that. If Jesus hollered at me like that. I don't know. Like to call you through a bird or doves. I have a dove. Cuckoo. No, doves do? don't cuckoo. Okay. What? No. Okay. <laughs> On that note, y'all have a blessed day. Catch y'all next week. Peace out.